Hello everyone and welcome back to The Favorite Comics. And this week we enter the world of Moon Knight yet again. And this time around we are talking about my personal favorite Moon Knight comic book ever. And that of course is volume 8 of the Moon Knight title written by Jeff Lemire and art by Greg Smallwood. Now, one thing I always make clear when talking about this book to people... When people ask me, what's your favorite run on Moon Knight? And I say this one. I always say, this is what I would call, like, the finale, in a sense, to the character. It's like, you can't read this book, these 14 issues, if you haven't been committed to the character for at least some time. Now, I'm not saying you have to read every single piece of, like, Moon Knight lore before you go into this, but you can't go into this book in this series without having at least a minimal understanding of who the character is. Because it does this thing that you see that every other creator does with Moon Knight, and that is they take their own spin on it and go in a different direction. But this one, when I say it's like the finale of the Moon Knight character, I mean it's the concise 14 issues that are telling a story and telling a narrative that is so fun and engaging that you believe the character and you believe the world it is building up. You finally do something that I've been talking about. Every time I bring up Moon Knight in a conversation, I always say that it's not Bushman, it's not Black Spectre, it's none of these people who are Mark's arch enemy. His arch enemy has always been Khonshu. Since day one of the conception, having the idea of the god in your head, the idea that you have to worship this person to be alive, is something that's very villainous. Now, I know some people might see that in aspects of the religion they believe in, but that's fine. You know, I'm just being in terms of the Moon Knight character. Khonshu, from day one, has always been the villain character. And that is pretty much what we are seeing throughout these 14 issues. The character of Khonshu is watching Mark from afar and being like, I'm putting you to the test, boy. You know, if you really believe in me, if you really think I am your god, if I'm going to save you, I want to see you do your best to prove it. Like, I think I could do better than you. But you are so good and you care about me so much that you're going to come to me and you're going to try to find me. I, You mean literally nothing to me, Mark. But hey, if you want to try, do your best. Maybe we'll see what happens. That is what this is saying. It is like establishing Khonshu as the villain. And I really love that. I love that dichotomy between the two characters of Khonshu and Mark because their relationship is so interesting and unique that I want to explore more of that and establish something very cool in that world. I think that could be such an intriguing and essential part of the character. I know some people have their opinions on whether Khonshu should be an entity or not, but I kind of like the idea that the Egyptian gods, kind of like the Asgardian gods in a sense, are like from a different universe or dimension, or they're like trans-dimensional through this different place of time, basically these essentially alien-like characters. That makes sense in terms of the Marvel Universe, because that's not what would happen in real life if these gods did exist. For the terms of the Marvel Universe, I can get behind that, because I think it works well for the character and just adds something else to the dimensions. It's very cool. So when we open up this book, we see something that I'm amazed hasn't been explored more in contemporary Moon Knight stories, and that is this idea of Mark Spector waking up in a hospital, not knowing who he is, trying to figure out if his life is actually real or actually just this illusion. I think that is such a great idea for the character. It is very One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is such a great comparison for something that could happen in the mind of Mark Spector. 
what is real what is not are you crazy are they forcing you to think you're crazy what is literally happening here can you pray to your god if he is not listening to you if he doesn't want to listen to you such a great story it does a great job of introducing all the established characters in the moon knight lore you know we see like marlene and frenchie and crawley and gina come and we see scarlet come in like all these characters have their role in this story and you see how it plays out as the story progresses you see like mark kind of losing control of that sanity and going to a bunch of different worlds one of the things i really like about this book is it, it understands the character of mark specter you play loosely with the idea of his sanity you don't either, you either go heavy into the insanity or you toy with it a little bit you can't just ignore it completely and i think what this book does it's like we know he's crazy the guys reading this book everyone who bought this book because of their moon knight fans they know he's crazy that's what they want to see i'm gonna put my spin on it jeff lemire just goes yeah here we go we're going into a different mind every door he opens could leave him to a new part of his mind where he's fighting these new people finding out new ideas about himself and i really like that it does a great job of kind of like retconning some ideas that maybe Conchu has kind of been grooming Mark and like studying him for a long time. And that is like we see earlier interpretations of the Mark character personifying people like Stephen Grant. And then as he grew up, that's when Jake Lockley came in. We even see a fourth persona that isn't Moon Knight come into play of the, the Space Ranger. And you're like, that is such a brilliant conversation to have with Moon Knight. Like you wouldn't be expecting it. You just look at that and you're like, okay. We're going to do the weird hospital thing. But after we do the hospital thing, we're literally going to show you that maybe Mark has been crazy his whole life. It wasn't Conchie that made him crazy. Maybe this kid actually had some serious problems throughout his life. Have led him to create different versions of himself that he wants to be, that he idolizes, that he's striving to become. What a great story. I, I It's just perfectly summed up the character of moon knight if you have been a fan of this character for such a long time this is what you want to see you want to see that final conclusion of mark coming to his sanity saying goodbye to his god saying goodbye to his father essentially and just having that final moment of peace and tranquility where he says his peace to everything in his life where he comes to terms of i am this guy you do not define me you do not control me he says his peace and man is it powerful like the last page of this book just still gives me chills when i read it it's just so intense and gripping and powerful and it's it just has an extra impact if you have read every other incarnation of the character like i said this feels like the payoff we deserve as a Moon Knight fan. We're like, we put in the time and effort. Here's your book. Here's the last thing you want to see from the character. Now, I think you could do more stories after this, and they have, because comic books never end, baby. But it's just like, if this was the last Moon Knight story we got, I don't think any fan would complain. We'd be like, we'd want more, but this is a great conclusion to the character. It's all about him. It's all about Mark. It's saying goodbye to his world. It's so fascinating and so fantastical in its portrayal that I think it's a very good story, a very fun thing to see. Jeff Lemire is a writer who I adore. I don't like everything that he's worked on, but for the majority of his time working on projects, I love what he does. There's something very interesting about it, very complete about it, very sure of himself what he's writing and what he is creating. And Greg Smallwood is a very underrated artist. It's such a basic story, 
basic artwork i should say it, it looks so clean and crisp and has a beautiful aesthetic to it that it, was, it works perfectly for this like ethereal in your mind space kind of story where everything's a little bit off but a little bit perfect it looks great in the egyptian setting you know like when we see like the anubis and all these other people like the crocodile god person and all these other ideas and like the the cairo up new york and everything about that it looks really good and when it like switches styles to be like an akira looking thing managed flawless it is such a powerful book there is a little bit of retconning for the lore of the mark specter character we kind of see like the origin of mark from a new perspective and how conchu kind of like graced the idea to put him there which i think makes sense conchu would be that kind of guy to do that where he'd force mark to become this thing but i love it so much it is just a perfectly summed up story. I don't think it needed to be any longer. I don't think it needed to be any shorter. It knew exactly what it was trying to tell. It knew exactly what it was trying to do. And it, it set out in that perfectly. This is the quintessential Moon Knight, in my opinion. This, we're watching this guy learn who he is, learn who he's not, figure it out along the way. And we, as the audience, do not know more than Mark Spector knows. Sure, we have the history, but in this moment, when you open up this book and you see Mark in the hospital, we know he's Moon Knight, but if you never read the book before, you'd be like, is he crazy? Is he literally crazy? Is this guy stuck in a hospital for God knows why? Is kind of the idea we are playing with. It's a fun narrative idea. And holy cow, is it such a good book. It's different. It's a great aesthetic. And it even calls out the idea of Marvel Studios. There is a scene in this book that is directly about Stephen Grant making a Moon Knight movie with Marvel Studios. How the actor for Marlene is Marlene. How people think it's kind of silly and weird and a little different. Like they've sunk to the bottom of the barrel to make this. Well, if we don't get that scene... In the Moon Knight series, I won't be surprised, but it would be pretty cool to jump into that world. I would say I would love to see that, but absolutely brilliant. It's a masterclass in storytelling from Jeff Lemire. It's a beautifully, beautifully visual, stunning book. The covers alone, the covers alone for this series are some of the best stuff we will ever see with Moon Knight covers. It is gorgeous. It is flawless. It is such an intensely beautiful book. And I know a lot of you should check it out because it's going to be, I think, one of the things that we're going to start seeing a lot of is people coming back to this book and this series and picking up and seeing it as like a great conclusion to the rivalry of Khonshu and Mark Spector. This is a great Moon Knight book. It is my favorite Moon Knight book, and it is also one of my favorite comics. So thank you guys so much for watching this video. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. As always, you can catch me on Instagram, Patreon, Twitter, all that good stuff. And of course, if you are listening to this on the podcast feed, please give us a rating there. It certainly helps out. If not, I will catch you guys in the next one. Have fun. Stay safe. Good luck.